0: Tuvalu's election is over and the new government has made an important announcement. The small Pacific Islands nation is sticking with Taiwan. But the end of February had even more good news for Taiwan, as the European Parliament has passed two more resolutions that call on the world to support Taiwan's security in its international participation.
1: Taiwan ally Tuvalu's election is over and the nation's new government took office on February 28th. According to a report by Reuters, Tuvalu has named Faleti Teo as its new prime minister. And one of the new government's 21 tasks is the confirmation that Tuvalu's diplomatic relationship with Taiwan will not be changing. In a statement, the country reaffirmed its commitment to the long-term and lasting special relationship between Tuvalu and Taiwan, and the new government emphasized that it intends to reassess options that would strengthen and lift it to a more durable, lasting, and mutually beneficial relationship. The statement is a boost for
2: diplomatic ties between Taiwan and Tuvalu. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs would like to express our sincere appreciation for our 45-year diplomatic partnership with Tuvalu. Our two nations' enduring friendship is based on the foundation of shared common values and a mutually beneficial relationship in which the two countries have implemented cooperation projects in various domains that facilitate Tuvalu's administrative priorities. Going forward, we'll continue to deepen our collaborative relationship with Tuvalu. Meanwhile, the European Parliament has passed two annual reports that
1: cover foreign, security, and defense policy. One resolution states that neither Taiwan nor China is subordinate to the other, and that only Taiwan's democratically elected government can represent the Taiwanese people on the international stage. Both resolutions strongly condemn China's attempts to unilaterally change the status quo and the peace and stability of the Taiwan Strait, and member states are encouraged to increase the frequency of freedom of navigation operations in the Taiwan Strait and deepen security dialogues with Taiwan to deter Chinese aggression.
2: In the last two years, the European Parliament has passed over 20 pro-Taiwan resolutions that announce Europe's support for Taiwan's international participation and show concern for the situation of the Taiwan Strait. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs would like to welcome the European Parliament to continue to work with us, and we'd like to express our sincere appreciation to them. Countries around the world and our democratic allies have observed China's intimidation and authoritarian actions. These actions prove that Taiwan is on the right path. We're extremely confident about expanding Taiwan's diplomatic space, and so we hope governments and their people can support us. Diplomatic support ranging from the European Parliament to Tuvalu as
1: proof that Taiwan's foreign policy is taking the right diplomatic path.
0: National Yangming Jiao Tong University on Thursday awarded TSMC CEO C.C. Wei with an honorary doctorate degree in engineering and science. The ceremony was attended by TSMC founder Morris Zhang and Hai Chair Yang Liu. Zhang praised Wei as the best-prepared CEO he knows. Let's hear from him. <laughs>
1: After all, he has experience in three key departments, R&D, manufacturing and sales, and marketing. So I say he's the best prepared CEO there is. There are two great rivals, one in South Korea and one in California. They're still working hard on their products and they want to compete with TSMC. But there's no way that that's going to happen. To thrive in the semiconductor sector, you can't work alone.
0: TSMC Chair Mark Liu is set to retire after the company's annual shareholders meeting in June,... and he is expected to be replaced by Wade. On Wednesday, TSMC announced a personnel shuffle within the company. Y.J. Mi, who is currently Senior Vice President of Research and Development, and Y.P. Chin, who is currently Senior Vice President of Operations, will become Executive Vice Presidents and Co-Chief Operating Officers. The move is paving the way for a new generation of leaders for when Wei takes over from Liu. We turn now to New Taipei's Sanchong District, where a construction project caused two apartment buildings to tilt earlier this week. After two nights sleeping at a hotel, residents have been given the green light to return home. After a series of assessments carried out by three different engineering and architecture associations, authorities have determined that the buildings are safe and habitable. Some residents have already returned home and report that the tilting have left them with uneven floors and doors that no longer close shut. Others haven't been so brave despite the assurance from experts that the apartments are safe.
2: The residents of the tilted buildings were finally allowed to return home after sleeping two nights in a hotel. <laughs> We plan to
1: do some tests ourselves, such as rolling a ball or a water bottle on the floor. The main thing is
2: that tonight we'll be approaching the government, technicians and lawyers to discuss matters related to the rights and interests of residents. On Wednesday night, the Disaster Response Center held a meeting with officials from the New Taipei Public Works Department and Social Welfare Department, as well as local residents. Experts from the New Taipei City Professional Civil Engineers Association presented the results of their evaluation and concluded that the tilting of the buildings was within legal standards, meaning residents would be allowed to return to live in their homes. After interpreting the data collected by three associations, we determined that both
1: buildings are habitable in their entirety. We also submitted a detailed report to the Emergency
2: Response Center, after an assessment by the center, it was decided that residents would be allowed to return home today. The Civil Engineers Association says that although from the outside the two buildings affected are tilting, the degree of the angle is within permissible levels. Residents back in their homes say they can tell the floor is no longer flat. At this home, a metal bowl put on the ground does not remain steady, and the door to the bathroom doesn't close anymore.
1: only some of the older residents have returned. The younger ones haven't come back because they're afraid. I had no choice but to come back and see what I can
2: do about it. I haven't been home in several days, so being here I can see where the damage is. Though the results of the assessment say the buildings are habitable, some residents are afraid of going back. With it tilting so apparent to the naked eye, it's hard to feel at ease in the buildings. As for residents who may have problems with the living spaces, or those who have any concerns, the developer will offer them detailed explanations and compensation. Technicians specializing in civil engineering, architecture and structures have assured residents that the buildings are safe. But it remains to be seen whether residents feel that way too.
0: The government has released its latest statistics on the economy. Unemployment dropped for the fifth month in a row in January, hitting 3.31 percent. That's the lowest figure for the first month month of the year in 24 years. And the number reflects the labor shortages Taiwan is currently experiencing. The government statistics agency also adjusted its 2024 GDP growth forecast up 0.08 percentage points to 3.43 percent. Domestic demand is playing a big role in the economy and posing challenges to businesses. The government also adjusted its estimate for the consumer price index, both for 2024 and for last year, as data for 2023 is still being collected. The CPI estimate for 2023 was raised to 2.46 percent. And the estimate for 2024, which originally stood at 1.64 percent, has been increased by 0.21 percentage points to 1.85 percent. The statistics agency says the CPI will likely rise again in April, when electricity rates are expected to go up. Applications are open for the New Taipei Enterprise Classic Awards, which recognizes outstanding businesses based in New Taipei. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang spoke to New Taipei Economic Development Director Ho ming to find out more.
3: New Taipei City is home to 300,000 enterprises. One notable business is Google. To recognize outstanding enterprises and foster innovation and sustainability, New Taipei City is holding the New Taipei Enterprise Classic Awards for the second year.
4: Edition introduced the Universal International Award category designed to honor New Taipei enterprises that have demonstrated exceptional Performance on the international stage, possessing global influence.
3: This year, the award categories include innovation investment, diverse services, sustainable development, generational heritage, universal international,
4: and outstanding female power. New Taipei government and the private sector united to promote women's empowerment, moving towards a woman first era, promoting Example uh, parade were models for female leaders and uh, department heads, thereby uh, ampli- amplifying women's influence in the business environment and uh, advocating for gender uh, equality throughout New Taipei's enterprises.
3: Foreign enterprises are encouraged to sign up for the innovation investment category,
4: particularly emphasizing. Uh, attracting foreign enterprises uh, through recommendations by international bodies or chambers of uh, commerce to partake in the innovation investment category. Application forms in both Chinese and English can be assessed assessed and uh, uh, and, uh, downloaded from the new Taipei enterprise class award session on the New Taipei City Government Economic Development Department website.
3: Legally registered New Taipei Enterprises or factories are eligible to sign up. Applications will be open till April 10th. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Guo Wenhai in New Taipei City.
0: El Nino is notorious for causing warm and dry winters. And lo and behold, this year, reservoirs around Taiwan are suffering from low water levels. Multiple reservoirs send at only around 50 percent capacity. And farmers are hoping that the cold front blowing in will finally bless them with some much-needed rain.
1: Tourists have come to Ximen Reservoir to spend some time outdoors and even snap a few photos of scenery that includes a blue sky decorated by white clouds. The visitors may look
2: carefree, but the locals are more than a little concerned. Lately, I feel whenever it rains, it's just a light sprinkle. For the Ximen Reservoir, of course, that kind of rain can't fill it back up. Just pray for the sky to rain, to give us some water to drink.
1: The reason why locals are concerned and farmers are anxious is that in mid-October last year, the reservoir was full. But since then, a warm winter has resulted in less precipitation than usual. To make matters worse, the first crop season is underway, and all this agricultural work requires a lot of water. Currently at just 52.2 percent of its capacity, the reservoir's water level continues to drop
2: we're working with the irrigation agency. We hope that in the first crop season that we'll be able to ensure there's enough water for irrigation. By using water from the Feizui Reservoir system, every day we can provide about 750,000 metric tons. This much water can reduce the burden of the Shimin Reservoir.
1: A look around reveals Shimin Reservoir isn't the only reservoir suffering from a low water level. Xinju's Baoshan Second Reservoir dropped to 60 percent capacity, Baoshan First Reservoir is at 41 percent, and Nantou's Usha Reservoir is less than 54 percent. Yilan is known for its rainy weather, resulting in its rivers and streams rarely drying up, but the northeastern area's withered-looking waterways are causing locals to be concerned about a looming water crisis.
2: Starting in about November, there hasn't been much rain. This has caused the riverbed to not have any water. This has a huge impact on those of us who need water for irrigation. There's less precipitation this year due to El Niño, so all the public can
1: hope for is that the front blowing in tonight will bless the land with enough rain to solve a potential water crisis.
0: Today is February 29th, a leap day, and we won't be seeing another one until 2028. This rarity makes the date an especially attractive option for many couples getting wet. According to the Taipei Household Registration Office, 74 couples registered their marriage today including a couple working at the Xing Yi branch of the city's Household Registration Office. What's even more special is that their witnesses also got married on February 29th, four years ago. Let's hear from these two couples.
1: He's not really into ceremony so much, so I thought that to save us from having arguments about celebrating our anniversary, we can just celebrate once every four years. We've agreed to make the day especially important. I don't really celebrate holidays or even my own birthday. If it's once every four years, I'll be sure to not forget it. Celebrating the anniversary once every four years is more laid back. For me, today's basically my first wedding anniversary. <laughs> I still celebrate every year. It's just that once every four years, we plan the celebration to be a bit more exquisite than usual.
0: Besides marriage certificates, February 29th is also an unusual date to have on your birth certificate. The Changgung Memorial Hospital branches in Taipei and Lincoln reported that five babies were born in the morning on this special day. A doctor at the hospital in Taipei says that most of the births were natural. The only exception was a woman in her 30s who was due in early March and had to get a C-section due to uterine fibroids. She says she chose to have her baby today to make the moment extra special. In a previous life, Thomas Schrammberger worked as an engineer in his native Austria. Now he and his wife live in Yunlin's Tuku Township, where they run a bakery. They specialize in schramram and other Austrian desserts that are hard to come by in Taiwan. The young couple has also taken the lead in organizing the Tuku International Life Festival hoping to bring the world to their small town.
1: After carefully portioning out the imported puff pastry, Thomas rolls them into shape on a dowel before giving them an egg wash and a coating of crushed almond. The rolls are then baked until crispy before finally getting a meringue filling. The dessert he is making is a classic schrummrollen from his native Austria.
4: This one is uh, in Austria called schrummrollen.
1: It's basically puff pastry filled with with a cream, um, egg white, and uh, sugar. So it's very sweet. Thomas previously worked as an engineer in Austria, where he lived with his wife Huang Rohan, originally from Yunning's Tulku Township. But as the travel demands of his job put a strain on their marriage, Huang brought their children back to Taiwan, hoping for a change of pace.
4: 我曾经在圣诞士集里面... Before, at a Christmas market, I saw two sisters selling shamrolin. The line went on forever. I figured I should be able to do that too, so I started practicing at home.
1: After half a year, Thomas quit his job and moved to Taiwan to be with his family.
2: The environment and the economic in
4: Austria was not so good. So then I come back here because at least the family can stick together. And then decide, OK, we stay here. quit job.
1: As well as saving their marriage, traditional Austrian baking has also helped their town. Huang, with the help from her husband, took the lead in organizing the Tuku International Life Festival in the hopes of broadening her neighbor's horizons.
4: Hopefully through our efforts, children in Tuku can have the chance to talk with people from other countries. It could in the future help broaden their perspectives to realize just how big this world is.
1: They have now lived in Taiwan for over three years in a place that doubles as both their bakery and their home. No matter what happens, they are together. To Thomas, this is the definition of home.
3: Home is a family
1: Wherever family is, is home. No matter your job, as long as you stick together, it is enough.
0: If you like camping and you like cherry blossoms, bao Mountain in Xinzhu's Jianshi Township might just be the place for you. The cherry trees around this campsite in the mountain are in bloom. They make for a magical landscape, with pink petals falling like snowflakes from the branches. The campsite says that the flowers are more beautiful than last year, thanks to less rainfall as well as the cold weather this season. About 90 percent of the blossoms have bloomed, coloring the campsite with rosy tones for about a week. So if you want to see the spectacle, make sure you get a move on. Thursday was warm and sunny in many areas of the island, but that's coming to an end on Friday. A cold front is expected to cause temperatures to dip to 10 degrees in central and northern Taiwan. In addition, a rain system from southern China will bring days of constant downpours to central, northern and eastern Taiwan. There's even a chance of snow at altitudes of 3-thousand meters and up.
2: The sun shines up in the sky. On the street, people wear short sleeves while others have zipped up their down vests. Big temperature swings are in the forecast and so it's hard to know what to wear. It feels like it's cold so you put some more
1: clothes on but then you come out and see everyone's wearing thin long-sleeved tops. If it feels hot, then you wear less heavy clothes. But then you go out and you see people wearing down jackets, big down coats. There's a lot of people catching cold. It's like a never-ending cycle. It's like this in the morning, but then at night the northeasterlies blow in and it gets really cold again.
2: Don't pack away your winter clothes just yet, because more cold weather is coming. The Central Weather Administration says a front will sweep in on Thursday night, with an even stronger cold air mass coming in on Friday. Temperatures will slide down sharply, especially as it gets late. The lowest temperatures are expected around the early morning of March
1: 2nd. In central and northern Taiwan, including the outlying islands, there's a chance that lows will drop to nearly 10 or 11 degrees, but in some places, geographical factors could bring temperatures
2: below 10 degrees, such as in open areas. And it's not just about low temps. A rain system in southern China is moving east. Windward areas and mountainous areas in central and northern Taiwan are expected to see constant rain. There's also a chance of snow at altitudes of 3,000 meters or more. The rain system from southern China will affect quite a large area. In central
1: and northern Taiwan, as well as the northeast coast, the rains will last longer. Lower temperatures and high moisture levels could deliver snow to peaks between 3,000 and 3,500 meters in
2: central and northern Taiwan. The cold weather won't ease up until Sunday. Temperatures are expected to bounce back on Tuesday with highs of 30 degrees island-wide. But the heat will be short-lived. From Wednesday, another cold front will send temperatures down for a few days. So moving forward, it's a good idea to keep an eye on the forecast and dress accordingly.